Welcome to the Mind of Snaps podcast with your host Jessica, aka She Snaps, a popular Twitch broadcaster, photographer, entrepreneur, and mental health advocate. In this and future cast, expect to follow along with Snaps as she learns more about her mind, the world, and her fellow humans. It could get messy in here, but stick around, and you might just learn something as you enter the Mind of Snaps. Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Mind of Snaps podcast. Last week, during the High History Puff Puff Past podcast, we talked about the new format this podcast would be taking on. Each week, we'll be covering a different topic with a different overall theme. I mentioned that I really want to be able to branch out and put out all types of different shit, because that's what's in my brain. Hello, mind of snaps. And I think this format will allow for it without confusing people about what they can expect week to week. So. Just a reminder, the format will be silly, aka high history, sassy, basically me ranting, serious, and unscripted. Next week's podcast is serious, so we'll be talking about anxiety. The following week is unscripted, so I'll be discussing adoption with several guests. This week, we are going to be talking about the various ways in which women find themselves subjected to intense scrutiny over clothing. So prepare for some sass. From dress codes to online streaming and social media TOS, there are rules everywhere. And it seems like the majority of them are geared towards shaming women and young girls for having bodies and protecting men from having to see and be distracted by them. I'd like to talk about all the reasons I believe this is wrong and probably rant a little about how tired I am of the ideas that I believe dress codes and generalizations about modesty are helping to perpetuate. To put it plainly, I am so fucking tired of seeing so much body shaming and slut shaming all over my feeds. This seems like yet another good time to remind you all. If you don't think the information you're sharing online is helpful or constructive in any way, and funny counts, take a moment to see if it has the potential to hurt someone. If it does, please just shut the fuck up. I'm all for jokes and being yourself, but people have really taken that too far lately, and they cannot seem to stop themselves from talking shit about others every damn chance they get. I don't want to get too lost in that, so let's get right into this. Let's start at the beginning with school dress codes. To be clear... I am not opposed to school uniforms. To me, that's an entirely different topic altogether. I've seen some interesting research on how beneficial they can be. But as I said, that's not really relevant to this particular design. This is about school dress codes specifically, the way they're created, worded, and enforced. In fifth grade, for me at least, life was pretty simple. At that age, our brains were still developing, our imaginations were still very lively. If you looked around my playground at recess, you'd likely see packs of kids pretending to be animals, roaring and barking at each other as we roamed around in our imaginary jungles. We were still kids in every way. I can't remember ever having a sexual thought or even having the vaguest concept of sex or sexuality at that point, yet I do remember my friend, we'll call her Jane. Jane developed very early, like in fifth grade, you know, at the age of around 10 or so, she had already started to grow breasts. 
I remember regular outfits at the time consisted of pretty normal stuff. It was a little, little ugly, but whatever. Sweaters, t-shirts, tank tops, whatever. As well as leotards. Leotards were big when I was younger, whatever. And these stretchy pants with these little strappy things that went under your feet. Do you know what I'm talking about? They were, they're basically leggings, but I can't remember what the fuck they were called. I had too many of them. I know that much. And I hated them. In any case, I remember the day that Jane was told to cover up because she was really embarrassed by it. Jane was pulled aside after recess because she was wearing a leotard and those whatever fucking legging things while running around being a kid. The administrators or teachers, I don't remember who it was exactly, they had let her know that she needed to cover her body up because too much of it was exposed. She looked around at all these other young girls wearing the same thing she was and was confused. She didn't understand why she was being told to wear something over her clothes and no one else was. They explained to her that she had to cover up her chest because it was too revealing and could be distracting to others. If I remember correctly, this poor girl also had a letter sent home to her parents advising them that they needed to buy her bras because she couldn't even wear a sweater to school anymore without one on. So basically... She was told at the age of fucking 10 that her breasts needed to be covered at all times because it was inappropriate for her to be showing so much skin. I remember witnessing a pretty drastic change in her behavior after that. We went from being silly kids pretending to be wolves and lions roaming a jungle to her being a quiet girl who sat and read during recess instead. I think she was really embarrassed by everything and it seemed as though she was really ashamed of her body from that point on. Jane and I knew each other for most of our schooling and cannot think of another time after fifth grade that I saw her wear anything other than a hoodie or a sweatshirt, even in the summer months. She was taught from such a young age that her body and her breasts would make people look at her differently and they could bring about negativity if exposed. So she kept them covered. It makes me sad to think about it even now. Like, really? That's fucked up. This isn't an uncommon story, though. So after writing a post on mindofsnaps.com about women's attire on Twitch, I started doing more research. I wanted to see why so many people were so adamant that the women who wore anything that they deemed inappropriate were vilified the way that they were. The only thing I can think of is, that shit starts so early, it is deeply embedded in our mind's point. I've read countless stories about school dress codes since then, and each of the stories is almost more upsetting than the last. Dress codes seem to very specifically target young women with regular reminders that they aren't to wear things that could be distracting to their male counterparts, or worse, to the adult men around them. Here's an example that really bothered me, and there are countless ones, like I said, countless. A high school in Florida images of different prom dresses on this bulletin board as a way to show the difference between acceptable dresses and ones that were not allowed. On this board, there are four images showing four different styles of dresses. The first image said, going to stand in prom, and underneath it was a young woman who was apparently in appropriate attire. She was wearing a form-fitted, mermaid-style gown that showed no exposed skin other than shoulders and arms. The back of the dress went all the way up to the top of her shoulders, kind of like a t-shirt would fit. So on the top of the image of the acceptable dress was the phrase, going to Stanton prom. 
And underneath it, it said, yes, you are. Good girl. Ugh. The following three images said, going to Stanton prom at the top and no, you're not at the bottom. One of the dresses had a section of midriff exposed as well as a slit in the dress that went a few inches above the knee. Another image of a dress that was apparently bad was this beautiful white gown that had an open back. The front was covered fully, but the back was low and very open. Personally, I thought the dress was fucking gorgeous, but that's not important. The final dress was apparently bad because it had a V-neck halter design that plunged low in the front. Again, a beautiful dress, but I suppose the issue is that cleavage would be present. How horrifying. Not only am I bothered by the fact that so many of these beautiful dresses aren't allowed because skin is showing, but I am fucking grossed out that the first picture said, going to Stanton prom? Yes, you are. Good girl. What the fuck? Good girl? I can't tell if they are trying to say, this is a good girl because she's covered and therefore all other girls are bad, or if they're trying to treat these women like some kind of fucking pet with that good girl nonsense. Either way, ew. Fortunately, after the students of this school spoke out, the school responded and apologized. Not all schools responded so favorably. Google the term dress code. Look at all the news articles that come up. You will see so many examples of young women being pulled out of their classes, being removed from or barred from entering dances, women being forced to wear these shame shirts over their clothes, and so on and so forth. It is terrible. Terrible. From all the reading I've done, these young ladies are being told to cover up for these reasons primarily. To keep from distracting the boys or men around them. To protect them from possible harm. To ensure that everyone would continue to view them as good girls or to protect their modesty. Or because their bodies are too curvy or heavy to wear certain items. And by the way, my research on this has shown that this particular type of enforcement seems to disproportionately target young women of color because they tend to have curvier bodies naturally. So black girls, Latinas, they're, they're being policed even harder than every other woman in there, but it's still wrong all across the board. So let's, let's start with the first one. No, really, really the first two, the first two reasons young girls are being told to cover up because they really tie in together. So this is to keep from distracting the boys or men around them and to protect them from possible harm. Why are we teaching young people that boys or men cannot control themselves? Why are we telling women that it's their job to cover up and ensure that the men can continue to focus and go about their lives without being sexually distracted? Why are these young women having their bodies sexualized when many times they aren't even remotely close to being sexually active themselves? Why are we not helping these kids learn how to control themselves and their feelings as well as how to avoid being distracted by others around them? It's natural for any person to be distracted by someone they're sexually interested in. Whether you're a young person or an adult, the point is you just move the fuck on. Why are we not teaching them that? Hey, guys and gals, just so you know, it's totally normal 
that you'll be a bit distracted by some of your fellow classmates at times. But the important thing to remember here is you're here to learn. Here are some ways to avoid being distracted. Here are some ways to exercise self-control. What the fuck ever? Ugh. If I get distracted at work because someone sitting next to me has a dazzling smile, I'm not going to go and complain to management that I can't focus because this person's smile is so disarming. I'm not going to ask that he starts wearing a face mask so I get my fucking work done. I am going to do my best to ignore the fact that I find smiles incredibly attractive and just get my fucking work done. If you're thinking here, yeah, but a smile and cleavage are two different things or something along those lines, let me say something that I say frequently. Our bodies are not inherently sexual. Just because some people may find breasts sexually attractive does not mean that they are exclusively a sex organ and are therefore dirty or unclean. Our shoulders, midriffs, legs, necks, none of these are an invitation to sexualize us. Sometimes women just like the way their bodies look and want to draw a way that makes them feel confident. There is nothing wrong with this. What's wrong is when an adult sees this and says, mm-mm, too sexy, go home. Well, motherfucker, when that girl got dressed that day, she was probably thinking to herself, damn, I look cute. And you had to go and ruin it by putting your nasty sexual gaze all over this young woman's body. Now, suddenly a girl who just wanted to look nice and feel good about herself is going to be worried every time she gets dressed. Does this cover enough? Is this going to attract unwanted attention? Is this too sexy? Will people think I'm a slut? This shit pisses me off. And it brings me to the next two reasons why young ladies are being told to cover up. To retain their good girl status and protect their modesty. Or because their bodies are too curvy or heavy to wear certain items. Why the fuck are we telling girls that clothes that show skin means anything other than just it's hot out or I fucking like this outfit? It used to be common practice, and sadly still is in many places, for people to ask women who were just assaulted this question. What were you wearing? These dress codes that are striving to protect our modesty and our bodies safe is basically this exact question just put in a rule-based format. Instead of, what were you wearing when it happened, it becomes, don't wear this or else. And that or else usually means or else people will think you're a slut, or else you are inviting sexual attention. Not only is this creating a clear divide among women, but it's also telling us all once again that young men aren't responsible for their actions. They can't help themselves, and if they see too much skin, they lose all control. This is obviously not the case, but it's a dangerous concept to be putting into young minds. These dress codes seem to punish women with fuller figures more than anyone. For some reason, a young woman who developed early is almost immediately sexualized, and women who are full-figured or plus-sized are shamed for wearing things they shouldn't. Putting shouldn't in fucking air quotes here. I've seen, read about, and heard about so many stories of young women being told they shouldn't wear certain things because it's too form-fitting and unflattering. People even go so far as to say straight up, you're too fat to wear that. Seriously, people say shit like this 
to young fucking kids, to young women. No wonder there are so many people out there with eating disorders. Body shaming starts so young. A school in South Carolina made headlines because their clearly ignorant principal decided to hold an assembly to let all the girls know who is allowed to wear leggings and who isn't. This is what she said. Leggings are meant to wear underneath a long shirt that covers your hiney, or a long sweater of some type, or a dress. It is not meant to be your actual pants, and if you have a shirt that comes to here, then you are showing everything. Yes, everything. The sad thing is with that, ladies, if someone has not told you this before, I'm going to tell you this now. Unless you are a size zero or a two, and you wear something like that, even though you are not fat, you look fat. What the fuck? I did that in a super mocking kind of voice because I think it's one of the dumbest things I've ever read. If you're not a size two or under, you look fat when you wear leggings? How the fuck is this information helpful? How many girls do you think went home and thought, well, shit, I guess I've been walking around looking disgusting all this time. Knowing myself and how insecure I was at that age, and kind of still am, I can only imagine how uncomfortable that statement would have made me. I would have gone home and immediately gotten rid of any leggings I had. I'm also imagining the kids leaving the assembly after that. I'm imagining how cruel some kids could be if they encountered another student wearing leggings who was clearly not a size 2 or under. Some students did come forward and get interviewed by the news, and they expressed that they were hurt by the assembly. One even said, It was really hurtful because I felt like my size made me look disgusting towards someone in the clothes I wear. Seriously, this would have shattered me. I was a bit taller than a lot of the girls at my high school, and I already remember feeling like some towering monster among all these petite ladies. Being reminded that I'm not a size two and therefore shouldn't wear certain clothes because they make me look fat would have been even harder for me to overcome. A girl in my school made a comment about my thighs once, and that shit stuck with me for so long I refused to wear shorts for the longest time. I still struggle to put them on. Partially because my thighs are still large, hey, and partially because I immediately picture that girl's face when she looked at me and said out of nowhere, holy shit, your thighs are huge. I remember the humiliation and disgust with my body that I felt and how hard it was for me to look at myself the same way after that. I had honestly no fucking idea that my thighs were different from anyone else's until this dumbass chick had to inform me. For what fucking reason? What does a person like that or an adult stand to gain from giving girls a reason to dislike their bodies? Thick or thin, we should be able to love ourselves and not have our educators telling us things that contradict self-love. I've also read some school dress codes that restrict clothing based on gender, meaning young boys can't come to school wearing something that is deemed women's attire and young women can't dress too masculine. I don't think I need to get into the details of this for you to see how damaging that could be for non-binary or trans students. So when it comes to the way these ideas are being put into youngsters' minds, I completely disagree with all of it. I understand wanting to establish dress codes that prepare students for the world. I get it. However, the way that these are being enforced is so wrong. 
shame shirts, bulletin board images depicting good girls versus bad, telling ladies that they're distracting other students, etc. These are not the right way. I'll admit, I'm not coming to you prepared with a plan because honestly, I don't know what the right way is. I just know that what we're doing now is wrong. So I'm bringing this up in hopes that things can start to change. Perhaps the educators can sit down with the students and parents to talk about creating dress codes rather than just telling them this is how it's going to be. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you have a suggestion, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear it. Having said all of that, let's move on from the problematic nature of dress codes for children and let's talk about what it's like to be a woman in today's world. I believe the two tie in together because some of these ideas that I hear repeated back in the form of insults seem to be things that have been ingrained in our minds since youth, especially the idea that a woman who has exposed skin is a slut and therefore is somehow less of a person than the rest of us or less deserving of respect. I wrote a blog post entitled, Just Shut the Fuck Up About Women's Attire on and off of Twitch which you can find on my website, mindofsnaps.com. In this post, I broke down some of the shit that we, as female broadcasters, or women in general, have to hear regularly, and just how fucking dumb it is. If you're familiar with my channel and content, by the way, you probably already know that I have some strong views on this subject, as this topic comes up a lot. I am somewhat sorry for the redundancy, but at the same time, meh. Since I have to hear this shit day in and day out, I'm dragging your ass along for the ride too. Please keep in mind, I'm going to be saying a lot of things that might make you feel as though I'm saying this to you specifically, but I'm mentally directing all of this anger at some universal dude, bro, human, that's my imaginary version of the types of idiots that say this kind of stupid shit. Anyway, so this topic resurfaced again, caused me to write that blog post because of a tweet that another talented streamer shared last month. It was a screenshot of a message that someone had put in Bad Bunny's, um, another streamer, in Bad Bunny's chat. The message said, holy shit, a female without a naked Instagram in her bio. You've earned my follow. Bad Bunny captioned this screenshot and said, holy shit, a female properly covering up her body like all females should. Good girl, you've earned a treat. Yikes. The person who shared that tweet and put it on my timeline was Dejari. And now that I'm saying that name out loud, I'm realizing I'm not sure if I ever have before. I hope I'm saying it right. I'm kind of an idiot. Anyways, um, Dejari328 is her name on Twitter. It might be Jari, it might be Jari. No. Um, but she RT'd that message with her own comment saying, for the record, this is a genuine problem on Twitch. Praising women for dressing conservative is vilifying those who don't. And it is absolutely not a goddamn compliment. Randos do not get a say in what you wear, ladies, and I'll always encourage you to shut down this behavior. So this is just one of many threads like it that were posted on Twitter to discuss how it is not a compliment to have someone tell you shit like this. The responses to almost every thread of its kind were full of people, primarily men, who are voicing their extreme outrage that any non-hardcore gaming women are on Twitch and <gasps> making money. How dare they? But yeah, as a woman who broadcasts on Twitch full time, these are the types of comments I see all the fucking time. Wow, it's so great to find a female streamer who actually respects herself. I'm so happy to have found a girl on Twitch who doesn't have her tits out. It's just so great to find a real gamer girl and not an e-girl. Ugh. Just ugh. 
So let's get into the reasons why I think these comments are fucking ignorant and problematic, and why it doesn't make me feel good to be complimented, because you happen to find me on a day where I'm feeling lazy and I'm wearing a hat and a fucking hoodie. Number one, it tells me that your respect for me is conditional and based off of something as fucking silly as my appearance for that day. Let's say you found me on a day when I was actually feeling good about myself or my body. I didn't eat a whole fucking pizza the night before and I chose to wear a tank top or something. Would you have skipped over my stream assuming that I'm just another e-girl? It's sad. It's a bummer to imagine that I could have been one of those same girls being belittled if you had just seen me on a different day. If I take off a hoodie and throw on a bikini, what about me changes? Nothing, you dumb fuck. Literally nothing. I'm still the same person with the same goals who in the end just wants to make a positive impact on the world. Being naked or pulling a Joey Tribbiani and wearing all of Chandler's clothes at once will not change me as a person. Do you know how often I'm frustrated because I have so many clothes I would love, love to wear? But I don't because I don't feel like being insulted all day due to an extra quarter inch of visible fucking cleavage. Though, as fucking dumb as this is, I don't even need to specify cleavage. I've literally had dudes come into my chat and call me derogatory names because I was wearing an off-the-shoulder top. Seriously. Someone was so bothered by seeing my fucking shoulders that they had to click on my stream and let me know how gross I was for being a cam girl. You can't see it, but I bet if you concentrate, you'll be able to feel just how hard my eyes are rolling right now. Just hold on. Wait for it. Anyways. I did it again. It's supposed to be anyway, not anyways, apparently. I don't know. Riley told me that during the Puff Puff Past podcast. I don't know. I meant to look into it. Anyway, number two. It tells me that you automatically look down on any woman who shows skin. And in many cases, you also assume the intentions of the woman showing skin. Statements like, yeah, well, obviously she knows what she's doing. Or, yeah, but look at her camera angle. She's clearly trying to use her tits to get ahead. Are way too close to the type of victim-blaming bullshit we were talking about earlier. The type of shit that women who have been assaulted have to hear people say to or about them. Yeah, she says she told him no, but look at what she was wearing. She's obviously a slut. She knew what she was doing. She was asking for it. I realize that these are two very different things, but the idea is the same for me. You looked at a person, saw what she was wearing, and then decided that you knew what her goals were when she got dressed that day. Bitch, that is not how this works. A woman showing skin does not mean she is doing so strictly to gain attention or capitalize on her physical appearance. It does not mean she is a slut. By the way, I know that word has been repeated several times throughout this podcast, but it's because it's their word and not mine. Personally, I'm over the word slut being used to describe women in general. Men who fuck around get to be players, but women who love sex and dare to have it frequently get called sluts or whores. Even women who don't have sex frequently but dress in a certain manner are deemed sluts. It is so unfair and ignorant. Number three, it makes me sad. Because what you're doing is insulting people I love, either on Twitch or out in the world. If we're talking about online specifically, I have a ton of friends on Twitch, and I am fortunate 
but so many of them are such strong, badass men. It does not make me happy to hear them insulted or demeaned based on something as stupid as what they are wearing. Don't expect to be welcomed into communities with open arms if you are closed-minded. Don't talk shit about my fucking friends and expect me to want to hear about your stupid fucking day or invite you to play a game. That's not how this works, bro. Think before you speak. Women are also people with feelings. And if you're not improving the silence, don't fucking add to it. Just don't. Don't worry, though, dude, bro. If you've made it this far and you're already typing up some lengthy response to me, letting me know how wrong I am about women and their intentions on Twitch, I'm going to cover that now. I know you are already thinking it because I have these conversations practically daily. But there are titty streamers on Twitch. That's the, the dude bro's voice. Mm. Yeah, you're right, dude bro McFuckboy. There are women on Twitch and in the world who use their bodies and or their sexuality to gain traction or make money. Guess what, bruh? This might shock you, but I don't fucking care. Doesn't have slightest. At this point, usually these dumb dummies will say shit like this. Yeah, but doesn't it bother you that they're basically prostitutes? Yeah, but doesn't it bother you that they're stealing money or viewers from other broadcasters who work hard and deserve it more? Yeah, but doesn't it bother you that they're the reason why women aren't respected on Twitch? Yeah, but doesn't it bother you that they're ruining a platform that's meant for gamers? Do you like my dude bro voice? I like it. To cover each of those briefly... I disagree about the idea that any women are prostituting themselves, but even if they were, don't care. You hear that? Don't care. Don't care. Sex workers are people too. Shocking, I know. It's okay for men to love sex or her body, and it's also okay with me if she wants to use it to make money. Frankly, I don't give a shit about how anybody makes their fucking paper as long as they're not hurting or putting down others to do it. Can't see any way that any of this hurts me or anyone else, so it doesn't bother me. I say this all the time. I don't care if you're a porn star or a doctor, I respect you the same at the start. It is the same level of respect that I feel all humans deserve. I say this all the time too, everyone is fighting their own battle. Why add to someone else's struggles? Why be another negative voice in the world? There are so many already. What the fuck do you get out of that? And then as far as the idea of women stealing money or viewers from other broadcasters, bruh, come on. People like to act as though there's a finite amount of viewers on Twitch. If one streamer is making it big, it means someone else is losing out. This is not the case. New people join that site daily. And they rarely find just one fucking stream and stay there. They browse, bro. They fucking browse. No one is being stolen or tricked into staying in streams. Our audiences for all kinds of content on Twitch. If one of them sees success, it does not mean that another will fucking fail because of it. Plus, it's not as easy as people think to just show skin and make money. I have a great deal of respect for so many of the women who are seeing success on Twitch, even if you're showing skin, there is no guarantee people will find your stream. There is still work to be done. And lots of it. I've seen countless streams fail that attempted to rely on sex appeal alone, both men and women streams. 
because they neglected to put work into the quality of the stream, the content within it, and the external aspects of growing a stream, which is heavily reliant on networking and social media. Now, the third one is a little bit tougher. Paul, yeah, but doesn't it bother you that they're the reason women aren't respected on Twitch? Concept is one I see from men and women as well. I must admit, I used to be one of the stupid people who thought this way. I honestly believed that somehow women like Casey Tron, who is actually one of the people I have immense respect for now, by the way, especially after reading an article on Kotaku about her epic trolling. Um, but anyways, I, I, I honestly believe that people like Casey Tron were the reason I was subjected to constant harassment on Twitch, despite my relatively conservative appearance. I stumbled into her chat early on in my Twitch career, and I was blown away by how many people were in there and by how vulgar they were being towards her. I concluded that she and many other streamers like her were essentially stealing viewers that may have otherwise found their way into my stream and seen what a real gamer girl looked like. So dumb. I also decided that it was her fault that men were coming into my stream and trying to talk to me like I was walking the streets looking for a John, even though I was just chilling, minding my own business, and playing video games. Obviously, as I said, I was a fucking idiot. It never occurred to me that it wasn't her fault that men were being disgusting towards me, even if she permitted that kind of nonsense in her chat. It's still the fault of the men who can't clearly see that we're two different fucking people, and as such, I may not prefer to be addressed in the same manner which she was. If you, as a super cool stand-up dude, meet a woman who loves dirty talk or enjoys vulgarity, do you automatically assume that all women you meet are down for the same conversations? Probably not. You are probably capable of acknowledging that each woman you meet out in the world is different and therefore may want treated differently than other women you know. For some reason, this idea does not go far on Twitch. We are all constantly lumped into one large group and just labeled e-girls. What a fucking joke. Please, for fuck's sake, open your eyes and acknowledge that we are all different. I have tons of girlfriends who I am super comfortable with, so we're really vulgar with each other. Calling each other bitches and cunts is a common occurrence. This means that whenever I meet a new woman, I expect her to find this type of behavior acceptable... I'm not going to just walk up to her and be like, what up, bitch? How you feeling today? You having a good day, cunt? No, we're all different. Are you getting this yet? Are you with me? Okay, so now on to the final bullshit reason I get from dude bros about why women don't belong on Twitch. But this site is for gaming. Fuck off. Fuck off. Twitch may have started out as a gaming site, But if you can't see that it is so much more than that now, it is time for you to do some browsing, motherfucker. Check it out! There's an IRL directory, a music directory, talk shows, creative, more. Like, this is not just about gaming anymore. If you don't like the content in any one of those directories because all you want is gaming, go to a fucking gaming directory! How hard is that to figure out? Don't go harassing women who are doing squats for subs in the IRL directory, claiming they're ruining the site by not gaming. Just don't go into those streams if you don't like them. If you find a stream that violated TOS, report it and move on. It's not hurting you or anyone else. 
So just shh now. Okay, I know at least one of you is thinking, yeah, but they are hurting someone because they're preying on kids with their parents' credit cards or on lonely men with money. No, just no. First of all, stop assuming that the only people who might want to support some of these lovely lady streamers are either kids or lonely dudes. This isn't the case. Next, if you're really concerned about kids seeing this stuff and then running off to get credit cards to tip, please remember that you can put basically any word in front of tube.com and find free actual porn. If youngsters or these lonely males are dying to find some titties, I am certain they know where to go to find them without having to steal from their parents. Like, just Google titties. Also, before you go blaming any broadcaster for the content they put out in channels usually rated for mature audiences, please take a moment to ask yourself, where are their parents? I don't see people getting upset over the vulgar conversations or content in many male-run streams, but you see a part of a tit in a woman's stream, and suddenly you're screaming for the safety of our little future leaders. Bottom line, to me, it's the parents' job to police their children's internet activity, not hours. By the way, the whole cover up there are young boys around thing sounds eerily reminiscent of our earlier talks about dress code, doesn't it? I wonder where some of these idiots came up with these notions that women who are dressing a certain way are trashy. I wonder where some of these ladies got the idea in their heads that good girls cover up. Hmm, interesting. Having said all of that, I think it's time for us to start talking more about the ideas that we're putting into young people's heads at such young ages. We already know it can be dangerous for women, but it's dangerous for men too. The idea of toxic masculinity is also something that starts young. Men and boys are taught so early on that they aren't supposed to show emotions because it's a form of weakness. It's so, so damaging. So let's think a bit about how we can start to change some of these practices to allow young kids to grow up with freedom to be themselves, because I think that might help prevent some of the bullshit that we have to face today as men and women. As I said before, I don't think I have all the answers here, but that's really not my job. I just simply wanted to bring some more attention to a problem and see where it takes us. If you're an adult person listening to this podcast and you had dumb thoughts like I used to about women and how their worth is associated with their attire, hopefully you're going to take a moment to reconsider your position. At the very least, if you can't change your opinion, you can at least shut the fuck up about it. This has been another Mind of Snaps podcast, and I hope you enjoyed it, rants and all. If you have any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to leave a comment or hit me up on social media to talk about it. My Instagram is Mind of Snaps, as is my Twitter. You can browse more of my writing and other podcasts on the website, mindofsnaps.com. And next week, as I said, we'll be talking about anxiety with a guest, the founder of the Athletes Against Anxiety and Depression organization. So I think that should be a really great talk. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, and don't forget that the next mental health awareness stream is scheduled for 2 p.m. Central on May 19th. That's next Saturday. Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a fucking killer day. Snaps out. <laughs> Bye.